G'day, welcome to Partake. Today I'm discussing the Christian disciple maintaining a clear conscience. Paul writing in 1 Timothy chapter 1 verses 18 to 19 says, Timothy, my son, I give you this instruction in keeping with the prophecies once made about you, so that by following them you may fight the good fight, holding on to faith and a good conscience. Some have rejected these, and so have shipwrecked their faith. So there you are. You are a disciple of Jesus, you've repented of your sins, and you're all set to live your life as a Christian disciple. And yet, and yet, you still have this continual nagging feeling inside you that you are still guilty. What is happening? What do you do? Paul writing here that in the quest for living as an authentic Christian disciple faith and a clear conscience are essential for victory in our spiritual battle. Faith according to Hebrews chapter 10 verse 38 is belief plus trust plus action. A clear conscience is freedom from guilt. Your conscience is the spiritual faculty which is sensitive to right and wrong and with the help of the Holy Spirit judges our attitudes and actions. By having a clear conscience the Christian disciple pacifies guilt and has inner peace according to 1 John makes right decisions according to Proverbs chapter 14 verse 30 helps build right relationships according to Hebrews chapter 5 and helps give effective service in 2 Timothy 1 verse 3. However, as we know, we have this persistent battle with sin and disobedience. Persistence and disobedience and refusal to heed the conscience leads to the conscience becoming cold, hard and silent, according to Paul in 1 Timothy 4 verses 1 to 2. So what leads to the conscience becoming seared? Well, firstly, there's escape, attempting to overthrow God's standards and hiding from reality through substance abuse, sexual immorality and other perversions. Then there's compensation whereby we seek to balance guilt with an overconcern for social or religious activity. And then comes preoccupation. There is feverish effort and activity and an inability to rest and relax the mind just in case guilt causes further conviction and unrest. And then finally we have self-deception. Here we have a rationalising and a justifying behaviour. Unable to live with guilt, the person blames the other, often gives much attention to minor detail and neglects the weightier matters of things like honesty, judgement and righteousness. That's a seared conscience. But before then, there is the guilty conscience, which arises for a violation of the conscience. This, therefore, also affects our relationships with God and with other people. In regards to the relationship with God, it's as if we try to hide as Adam tried to do in the garden in Genesis 3. Or there's a lack of concern for circumstances and an insensitivity towards God and a devaluation of him according to Paul in Romans chapter 1. And then there's our relationship to others. 
characterized by a deceptive character or the putting on of masks and images or there's shame and embarrassment hiding from others as a defense and both of these relationships finish with a hardened heart and a depraved mind if left unchecked common symptoms of guilt feelings include things like physical discomfort, fatigue and stress or depression there's a difficulty facing life we have attitudes uh, that are defeatist or there's self-condemnation heaping blame on others and not on yourself or there's even self-punishment and self-harm a denial of self in which to atone for guilt that's just a few examples of the uh, of a guilty conscience and opposed to the guilty conscience is a clear conscience a clear conscience is the inner joy and peace of spirit which results from having made all personal wrongs right with those whom a person has offended whether God or another human so what steps can you as a Christian disciple take in order to have a clear conscience the first thing is that you must confess your sin it is a good thing to confess your sins to God the moment you realise you have sinned coming to him in both penitence and praise for when someone has sinned against God the Apostle John says that the sin must be confessed and that's, that's found in 1 John 1 verse 9 similarly when a person offends another they must acknowledge the wrong to the person they offended and ask their forgiveness so commanded Jesus in Matthew chapter 5 verses 23 to 24 as a Christian disciple you must decide to clear up all offences at all costs our enemy Satan will do everything in his power to hinder you from gaining a clear conscience you must recognise that any rationalisations are an attempt by Satan, the world or your old nature in order to keep you from a clear conscience and therefore therefore fracturing your relationship with your Lord and Master Jesus Christ the next thing is to gain an attitude of contriteness this requires an attitude of brokenness fully accepting responsibility for your own sin which is your own thoughts, your actions and attitudes and this needs to be unconditional and not demanding that others admit their guilt first as a condition for us asking and it truly is one of the most difficult yet rewarding things we can do in life to genuinely say I was wrong will you forgive me while this is a humbling experience it is an essential step in gaining right fellowship with God and with other people for more to think about please do read for yourself James chapter 4 verses 1 to 11 ask yourself the following questions writing them down if you like and see how you respond or react to them why not share your answers with your spouse or a close friend so you can pray over any issues together are there things which have happened in my past which every time I recall I wish had never happened are there people I know who dislike me and could it be because of some offence I have committed against them are there those towards whom my life has failed to be an example of a Christian disciple are there those in authority 
I have failed to respond correctly to. As ever, if you have any comments to make on this, please do contact me at www.davegroberts.podbean.com I would love to hear from you and if these are making any difference at all to your continual Christian discipleship. Thank you.